Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. This is not therapy, this is real life. I'm your host, Anna Lindbergh Cedar, and today we'll be talking about mindfulness for health anxiety and pain management. As you know, the Therapy for Real Life podcast aims to translate therapy concepts into everyday self-care skills and burnout prevention strategies that we can all use. That means that while the podcast is not therapy, um, this is one of those resources you can use to take care of yourself in a moment of stress. And it's also an explainer podcast. So these are skills that you can use at any time in conjunction with all the other resources that you have available to you. I did want to re-release this episode because my heart goes out to all the folks, which is all of us, dealing with the effects of the worldwide pandemic of the coronavirus. This is something that we are all in together. And of course, it's impacting more vulnerable populations uh, disproportionately and my heart goes out to everyone affected and that includes folks who are perhaps directly um, infected or in infected areas as well as those who are just worried if it's going to impact them next or affect their loved ones and while today's episode is really for um, anyone, we can use it right along with whether we're talking about health anxiety, that worry about health problems coming your way, or pain management for dealing with health problems that are already part of your daily reality, or threats that we just really don't have control over. So go ahead and continue to practice good hygiene and wash your hands and uh, wear masks if that's something that you are required to do. And in quiet moments of rest, I encourage you to practice self-care for your emotional health because while worry is functional and can help us respond to actual threats in our lives, we also need moments of safety and respite. So follow your doctor's directions, listen to health advisories, take care of yourself, and when you can find a moment of rest, I wish you a small period of rest in what can often feel like stressful times. So you will hear me mention plenty of other resources throughout this podcast and at the end of the episode. Stay tuned if you're looking for other resources to practice mindfulness. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Take care. So mindfulness really is a core skill when we think about self-care. And why I love mindfulness is because it's both um, an idea that has been around for millennium, 
Um, it is one of these concepts that has evolved and been proven over time. Um, mindfulness um, is drawn from um, Zen Buddhist principles, and also mindfulness has been adapted um, for the modern day um, through all kinds of avenues. So maybe you've um, used a, a, an app like Calm or Headspace or any of those great tools that give you little five-minute tastes of what mindfulness is like. So if you've ever been to a yoga class before, um, if you've ever focused your attention on your breath, um, you've noticed that you already have an intuitive um, readiness for mindfulness. So today we're going to talk about what is it exactly. There are a lot of different definitions of mindfulness out there, and, and probably if you invite into your mind um, right now, if you just kind of think about what do I think about when I hear that word mindfulness, you might have a lot of different um, kind of word associations that pop into your mind. My favorite definition of mindfulness is John Kabat-Zinn's when he said that mindfulness is paying attention on purpose to the present moment without judgment. So I'll say that again because each of those ingredients is important. Mindfulness is paying attention, something that you're doing on purpose, doesn't happen by accident, to the present moment, so not five minutes ago, not your to-do list before, you know, that you have to finish before the end of the day. It's just what, what's happening in the present moment. And you might be thinking, okay, that sounds great, but how do you actually do that? How do you um, pay attention to the present moment without judgment? And we'll, come, we'll actually come back to all of the parts of the definition later in the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about just a few examples of, of how you do that. So for me, when I think about how to stay present in the moment, really the only way I can think of, of doing that is through the five senses, right? Because your senses give you contact with this moment and no other. Right? So you can't smell in the past tense. You can smell what's in the room right now. Right? You can only taste the meal that's in front of you. Your body feels a certain kind of way in this moment, and that gives you a reading of what's going on in the moment because you're going to have reactions to it. So... Mindfulness is carefully drawing your attention to one thing at a time and tuning in almost as if you were becoming one with that experience. And the reason we're talking about mindfulness so much, what's the point, is because when you do that, a lot of people experience, um, you might want to call it paradoxical relaxation, that feeling of not doing anything in particular and suddenly feeling the release, the non-attachment that comes with it. So mindfulness is very much about um, an orientation, a view, a perspective shift than anything else. And it's letting go of doing mind, where you're doing all those things throughout your day, and it's embracing much more uh, this DBT concept of 
being mind. So I think we've talked about it enough to get the basic ideas. This is a good time for us to just try it together. So one of um, my favorite ways to understand mindfulness and, and to get a sense of that concept is to go ahead and do a body scan. A body scan is where you take a few moments out of your day, might be a minute, might be five minutes, it could be half an hour, it could be longer than that, and you give yourself permission to stop doing everything else you're doing, and you simply tune in with the sensations in your body, and you see what happens when when you do that. And so I'm going to invite you to go ahead and, and do that with me now. So what we'll do is I'll just um, prompt you to think about different sensations in the body. And my invitation for you is, is that's it. That's your only job is to just pay attention to how your body feels in this moment. Once sensations come or go, uh, you might have reactions. You might feel bored. You might get distracted. You might um, remember something that you didn't do earlier in the day. And part of what we're practicing with mindfulness because we're paying attention on purpose to the present moment without judgment, is we may need to bring the attention back over and over. I think the more you practice mindfulness, you'll learn how important this is um, in practicing mindfulness. You are building your attention span. You are building your perspective your focus, to have it where you want to have it. I find this concept really empowering because we don't have control over a lot of things in our life. Mindfulness gives us the control to put our attention where we want to have it. So let's go ahead and try it out and just see what it feels like to um, give ourselves permission to do that. So go ahead and get yourself in a comfortable position. I wouldn't recommend doing this exercise while you're driving in the car. So if you are, or in some other busy place, you might want to just hit pause and then schedule a time in your day when you could come back and do this. And when it's a good time, what you're going to do is get yourself in a comfortable position. You could be seated. You could be laying down. You can either have your eyes open with a restful, gentle gaze or you can gently close your eyes and focus your attention inward. And before we scan the body, we'll just start by tuning in all of the attention onto the breath. So go ahead and let yourself take a really simple and gentle deep breath in. And then on the exhale, just let the air gently flow out of you. Good. Gently taking another deep breath in. And a gentle deep breath out. And you're going to let yourself just breathe at a natural pace. So go ahead and start by placing your attention on the tip top of your head. See if you can just tune in all of, all of your attention. See if you can pay attention to the sensations almost of where the tip top of your head touches the air around you. 
See if you can tune in and notice the sensations of perhaps the hair follicles on your head. See if you can notice the sensations of where your head touches the air around you. And remember that your only task right now is gentle observing. You don't have to push or pull or contract the experience in any way. And in fact, some of it might feel uncomfortable. What we're doing is just gently bringing the attention back to the body over and over again. So now let your attention remain on the body as you let the your, your attention scan now down back behind the head, down the spinal column, almost like a, a drop of water falling along your back. Now let it expand across your shoulders and your upper back. And just welcome into your attention all the sensations that are in that area of the body. Sometimes tension resides there from clenching muscles all day or stiffness. You might not wanna put your attention there. And throughout the body scan, know that if you do become uncomfortable, just gently bring your attention back and practice holding it there for a moment longer. Continuing the body scan down, now let your attention expand across the width of your back. Feel the sensations of the muscles in your back. They're at rest. You might feel some of the internal sensations of the ribs against your back muscles. And if you're seated, you might feel the support of a chair. If you're laying down, you feel the solid support of the surface below you. Dropping your attention down farther, go ahead and pay attention to your hips. And traveling down farther, go ahead and pay attention to the sensations in the big muscle groups in your thighs. Your thighs are now at rest. They're used to carrying you around all day. You might even feel lingering sensations of fatigue or ener nervous energy if you have things to do. Whatever you observe throughout the body scan, just gently practice paying attention on purpose to the present moment without judgment. So if you notice thoughts of, oh, I like that sensation, I don't like that sensation, Go ahead and observe that too, and know that you don't have to change anything in this moment. Dropping your attention down through the legs, feel the sensations in your knees, the muscles in the ligature, feel the sensations now in your calves and your femur bones. Draw your attention all the way down to your feet and see if you can tune in with all the teeny tiny sensations in your feet, perhaps in the crevices between your toes or the sensations of the arch of your foot pressing against socks or shoes. 
letting your attention linger in each part of the body. Letting your attention now float up like a little balloon traveling up the, up the body. Bring your attention now and let it hover on the abdomen, the core center of your body. And again, just notice what you feel. Your only task right now is just to observe. A lot of people feel emotions in the abdominal region, in their stomach. This is why you hear people say, I feel butterflies in my stomach, or um, I feel a pit in the bottom of my stomach. When you are mindful to the sensations in your belly, notice what you feel. Do you feel hungry, full, nervous, calm, relaxed? and just observe that information for what it is. Letting the attention travel up now to your heart. Place one hand on top of your heart. And just pay mindful attention to the rhythm of your heartbeat and feel the sensation of your heart beating against your hand. Let your attention travel now to the rhythm of the breath as you breathe in and out. And notice now the interaction between the beat of your heart and the rhythm of your breath. Just tuning in. Bringing your attention now up towards your face. Letting all the muscles just be as they are. Observing them at rest. The same muscle groups that allow you to communicate and express emotion throughout your day. Right now, your face is just at rest. Feel the sensations of your eyebrows, your forehead, the space on top of your lip with that little dip. Feel where the air comes out of your nose or mouth as you breathe. And holding your attention here for a few moments longer, I now invite you to just take a general scan of the body, head to toe, ears, neck, face, shoulders, arms, belly, back, hips, legs, butt, calves, feet, toes, teeny tiny toenails. And I invite you to just take a scan of all of the sensations in your body. And notice for a moment with that mindful awareness, if you notice any, any differences 
in how you feel from when you started this gentle meditation. Is there a change? Pay attention to your mood, quality of your attention, the sensations in your body. And know that you can come back to the body at any time. It is always with you. You can bring your attention to the senses at any time. Go ahead and wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, open your eyes, wake your attention up, and come back to the conversation. So did you notice anything? This is that mindfulness concept. There's fullness in emptiness. What happens when we stop doing and we observe? What mindfulness teaches us is that we learn a lot about ourselves. We get a lot of information when we pay attention. And then also sometimes we may have that experience of paradoxical relaxation. What happens when you let go of doing and you observe? You let go of something. Sometimes you let go of tension. Other times you observe tension and you're accepting that. Because something else that mindfulness teaches us is a really important life lesson about the difference between pain and suffering. So mindfulness teaches us that pain really is a fact of life. Sometimes you will have physical pain. Sometimes you will have emotional pain. You could have financial pain. Our country as a whole has a lot of political pain right now. Pain is a fact of life. And what mindfulness says is that suffering is something that we do. It's an action. And it actually comes from our response to the pain. So if you think about it, If you had a pain and you were trying to ignore it or block it out or pretend it wasn't there, how well does that work for you? A lot of people experience um, that rebound effect of thinking about it even more. Where this body scan um, meditation comes from, for me, my first introduction to it was in the um, book Full Catastrophe Living. And if you're looking for a really good introduction to mindfulness, you might want to read or listen to that book. And it comes out of research out of um, a hospital in Massachusetts where John Kabat-Zinn worked, and he did a lot of research on pain management. And what he found was that, um, this is perhaps opposite of what you might expect, but for patients there in that study, they experienced um, this idea of paradoxical relaxation when they actually used mindfulness and they were mindful of the pain. So what they did, these patients dealing with severe back pain, is instead of using distract skills or think something positive um, or feel better in another kind of way, that's a a mood-changing skill. What mindfulness teaches us is that sometimes there's relief in putting your attention onto the pain and fully accepting it. So depending on what you observed in your body, maybe you observed lots of pleasant sensations. Maybe you observed painful sensations. 
And what I hope you're playing around with is the quality of tension that you bring to both. And what I invite you to do is to continue playing around with mindfulness. We just did one example of it here. Um, And a really simple way to do it is to pick one of the five senses and pick an activity that goes along with that. So if you are taking a shower in the morning, you know, really feel the sensations of the water on your skin. Feel the temperature. Don't plan your day and do your to-do list in your mind. Just do what you are doing. If you are on a train in the city and commuting somewhere when you would usually be on your phone or multitask, just sit on the train and use your five senses and see what you observe. And as you play around with that, you might start to notice the quality of that experience and how that feels. So I encourage you to do some experiments um, as you go forth and play around with mindfulness. If you're looking for other ways to practice mindfulness, you might want to check out the What is Wise Mind uh, um, episode or What are Emotions, um, because both of those will tie in um, with a lot of what we talked about today with mindfulness. So enjoy your practice. If you want to learn more about mindfulness or other self-care strategies, go ahead and check out my website, therapyforreallife.com. I'd love it if you get in touch or leave a review. And I look forward to talking with you next time. Have a great day. Did you know that Therapy for Real Life offers burnout prevention hackathons for the workplace? I'm your host, Anna Lindbergh Cedar, and I'm happy to announce that Therapy for Real Life now comes to your workplace to offer therapy concepts adapted into self care strategies that you can use on the job. As you know, Therapy for Real Life is a Bay Area based burnout prevention counseling program. But now you don't have to participate in the therapy programs to learn what happens in therapy. If you're a listener of the Therapy for Real Life podcast, you know that I'm a big advocate of teaching people the strategies that work for them to manage stress, burnout, anxiety, and depression in their lives. Not everyone can make it to therapy. Managers and HR professionals are well aware that stress is at an all-time high in the workplace. Wouldn't you like to equip your staff with self-care strategies to help them manage stress on the job? Therapy for Real Life's burnout prevention hackathons give staff a fun and interactive way to learn research-backed self-care strategies on the job. As your facilitator, I will come in and present relaxation strategies, cognitive coping exercises, and examples of mindfulness that your staff can pick from and practice in the workshop to see what works best for them. Teach your staff and coworkers not only ways to take care of themselves on the job, but create that culture of self-care and teamwork together. Find out more about hosting a burnout prevention hackathon at your workplace 
by going to therapyforreallife.com and selecting the workshops page or emailing me directly at therapy at annacedar.com. That's therapy at A-N-N-A-C-E-D-A-R.com. I look forward to being in touch. Have a great day.